Hello and welcome back to this episode of High Yield Podcast of Medicine. In this episode, we will discuss alcohol pharmacology. The subjects we will discuss in this episode function as required foundational knowledge to address alcohol use disorders. We will cover definition of drinks and blood alcohol concentration, mechanism of action and receptor functional neuroanatomy of alcohols, as well as its metabolism and elimination half-life. We, however, will not cover methanol or ethylene glycol because we'll discuss them on poisoning episodes. Beginning with functional neuroanatomy or neurotransmitter actions of alcohol. What is the mechanism of action of ethanol? Alcohol has two major neurotransmitter-related functions. One is potentiation of GABA and the other is inhibition of glutamate and MDA receptor. What are the effects of GABA potentiation by alcohol? Anxiolysis and rewarding effects. What are the effects resulting from inhibition of glutamate and MDA receptor? Amnesia and anesthesia. As a third mechanism of action, also remember alcohol exerts alterations on membranes fluidity. Now let's review the concept of drinks that every physician or clinician should be familiar with. What is the weight or volume value of one United States fluid ounce? It's 30 milliliters. The difference with solid ounce is just a couple of grams. A solid ounce is around 28 grams. What's the definition of a standard drink? Any drink that contains 14 grams of pure alcohol is defined as a standard drink. How much drink is included in a 12 ounce beer containing 5% alcohol? 12 ounce equals 12 times 30 milliliters, that's 360 milliliters, and 5% of alcohol means around 18 grams of pure alcohol in this 12 ounce beer, equivalent of almost a standard drink. What's the definition of hard liquor? Any alcoholic drink in which only one and a half fluid ounce contains 14 grams or one standard drink of alcohol. What's the usual percentage of hard liquor? Around 40% alcohol. What are examples of hard liquor? Whiskey, gin, rum, tequila, and vodka. What is the cutoff point for blood alcohol concentration limit? 80-80 milligram per deciliter or 0.08%. What is the clinical significance of this number? This is the level above which increased reaction time and impaired judgment as well as hypoglycemia may occur. How many standard drinks is required to reach the maximum permissible blood alcohol concentration limit of 80 milligram per deciliter? For 180 pound men, four standard drinks are required and for 140 pound women, three standard drinks are required. Coma occurs at what blood concentration? Coma occurs at around 300 mg per deciliter in novices and twice that in heavy drinkers. Now let's discuss alcohol metabolism. How do you describe elimination half-life of ethanol? 
The elimination half-life is not constant because alcohol metabolism follows a zero-order kinetics that is constant rate of metabolism irrespective of its blood concentration. And therefore, we cannot use that well-known first-order kinetic formula to calculate the elimination half-life. Put it simple, alcohol is metabolized at a constant rate irrespective of its blood concentration. What are the steps of alcohol metabolism? Simply put, the first step includes production of acetaldehyde, and this is followed by production of acetate in the second step. What are the enzymes involved in the first step of alcohol metabolism that produces acetaldehyde? Remember, there are two enzymes that produces acetaldehyde from alcohol in its first step of metabolism. One enzyme is mainly relevant for low to moderate doses of alcohol consumption, and that's our famous alcohol dehydrogenase. However, if there is a high dose of alcohol consumption, the second enzyme will also get involved in the first step of alcohol metabolism, and that second enzyme is MEOS, or microsomal ethanol oxidizing system. When this enzyme gets activated after depletion of NAD+, that's when there is no more substrate for alcohol dehydrogenase, the microsomal enzyme will come to metabolize alcohol to aldehyde in its first step of metabolism. What's the significance of this knowledge? We should remember that acute alcoholism is an inhibitor of cytochrome P450, while chronic alcoholism induces cytochrome microsomal ethanol oxidizing system and other cytochromes. What is the second step of alcohol metabolism? The metabolism of aldehyde to acetate by the enzyme aldehyde dehydrogenase. Remember where is the location of this enzyme? This enzyme is a mitochondrial enzyme. Describe the conditions that could be associated with deficiency of second step of alcohol metabolism that is aldehyde dehydrogenase deficiency. Two conditions can cause such a deficiency. One is genetic susceptibility commonly seen among Asians. And the second condition is when this enzyme is depleted or inhibited by disulfiram. Now, based on your knowledge of alcohol metabolism, answer this question. What step on alcohol metabolism could explain at least partially the phenomenon of alcohol tolerance among chronic alcoholics? The fact that chronic ethanol consumption can induce cytochrome P450 and microsomal ethanol oxidizing system can partially explain the development of tolerance to ethanol. Another clinically very important question, what patient has high risk of acetaminophen toxicity? And a patient with acute alcohol intoxication who also takes acetaminophen or a chronic alcoholic. Remember, acetaminophen metabolite is the toxic compound associated with liver damage, not acetaminophen itself. Now, if we have a condition in which metabolism acetaminophen that's mainly controlled by cytochrome P450 is induced, that means we have more production of that toxic 
metabolite of acetaminophen. There are four chronic alcoholics in which we have an induction of the function of cytochrome P450 are the ones who have higher risk of acetaminophen toxicity. On the other side, patients with acute alcohol intoxication have suppressed their cytochrome oxidizing metabolizing system and they reduce their risk of acetaminophen toxicity. What drugs in addition to disulfiram can inhibit acetaldehyde dehydrogenase or aldehyde dehydrogenase? In addition to disulfiram, metronidazole, oral hypoglycemics and some other cephalosporin antibiotics would be able to inhibit aldehyde dehydrogenase and cause buildup of aldehyde. What's the sulfuram reaction? The combination of symptoms due to accumulation of acetaldehyde, either due to the sulfuram or the sulfuram-like drug consumption, or due to genetic susceptibility, causing reduced level of this enzyme as seen in Asians. What group of hypoglycemic agents are notorious to cause the sulfuram reaction? Especially first-generation sulfonylureas, which are amide compounds. Also remember griseofulvin, among the other drugs that is associated with the sulfuram reaction. Now, what are the clinical manifestations of the sulfuram reaction? Low blood pressure, nausea and vomiting, headache and flushing. Now, I would like to finish this introductory episode and alcohol pharmacology with a psychology question, actually. The use of the sulfuram with alcohol as a means of management of alcohol dependence is example of what approach to psychotherapy or behavioral therapy. This is an example of classical conditioning in the form of aversive conditioning, which is pairing the stimulus of a deviant behavior with an aversive stimulus to change the key properties of the original stimulus. Use of the sulfuram with alcohol that produces a repulsive reaction is an example of aversive type classical conditioning for behavior therapy. Next episode will be clinical workup and management of alcohol use disorders.